Hi everyone, I'm Anna and welcome to the very first episode of Is It Just Me? The Generation Z podcast. I am so excited to be recording today's episode because in case you weren't already aware, it is in fact the very first episode of Is It Just Me? Um, so yeah, that's quite exciting. Um, it is currently 10.30 at night and I'm sat outside in the office at the end of my garden at home recording a podcast. You might be able to hear my clock in the background but I just feel like that's authentic, you know? It's all part of the fun of recording a podcast from home in the middle of a global pandemic. Much like everybody else in 2020 I think but you know, here we are. I'm jumping on the bandwagon and I'm recording a podcast and I'm very, very excited for you to come along with me on this weird and wonderful journey of Generation Z, if you will. <laughs> so to get started with this episode, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what kind of this podcast is going to be about and who I am and yeah, this is going to be a really sort of casual first episode because... I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm on my own so I've got kind of no one really to talk to and bounce off of but yeah anyway let's get started so basically the episode the episode oh my goodness the title is it just me the generation z podcast kind of came from the idea that generation z obviously spans from about 1996 to 2012 ish so people are between 24 and 8 years old so obviously the kind of age range of Generation Z is so broad and we've kind of grown up in such different times or like developing times that the kind of difference between people who were born in the late 90s and people who were born in the late 2010s, not 2010s, the late 2000s have kind of got two very different sort of perspectives on childhood and their life and things like that and it's just something that I find really interesting as someone who was kind of born almost in the middle of it. I was born in 2000 so I was kind of born almost in the middle of it that I've got kind of some of the experience of like late 90s kids and also some of the experiences of late noughties kids if you will. So it's something that I kind of wanted to talk about and I almost feel like Generation Z is often um, kind of depicted by the media as like oh, Generation Z are completely irresponsible, no one knows what they're doing with their lives and all that kind of thing. And I wanted to kind of explore that kind of idea that not everyone is like that. And actually, you know, some of us have got these ideas and some of us have got these ideas and just kind of discuss that between me and other people a similar age to me who are also Generation Z and just kind of have a bit of a fun time with it, if you will, and kind of you know, see other people's perspectives and points of view and even talk to people outside of Generation Z, like, you know, you've got millennials, baby boomers, all that sort of thing, and kind of get their perspective on life and Generation Z as a whole, if you will. Um, you'll find that I kind of jump between Generation Z and Generation Z, and that's purely because I would obviously say Generation Z because I am from the UK, but Gen Z and Generation Z is kind of how it's sometimes referred to, and also Gen Z worked for the rhyming purposes of the name of the podcast. So obviously I am recording this in December 2020 and that is hopefully when you are listening to this um, but 
basically this podcast kind of came about and started in July this year after I did a course that kind of showed me into the behind the scenes world if you will of podcasting and it kind of really piqued my interest. I'd always had a bit of an interest in podcasts like I'd always listened to them and I'd always wanted to start and do a podcast in some way shape or form but I'd never really had the balls or the knowledge or the understanding of how to do it and what works, what doesn't work, what's already out there and all that sort of thing. And this workshop that I had the opportunity to do really kind of opened my eyes to that. And I had this idea during that week and since then I've kind of taken it and ran with it. And here we are five months later actually recording the podcast. Now that sounds like something much bigger than it is. I am actually just myself, a 20 year old doing this from their home currently with my laptop and a microphone and just kind of seeing what happens and seeing where it goes. But that's kind of where this whole idea came from. It's like I say, it's something I've always wanted to do and I just think it'll be a lot of fun. And obviously the world that we're living in at the moment I've really appreciated podcasts a lot more. It's something that I've listened to so much this year because I've had so much downtime to kind of discover new things and podcasts. It's just kind of one of them. It's something that I'd listened to before, but like it's just something that I've got so much more interested in this year. And I guess I'm now jumping on the bandwagon of everybody else in 2020 and making my own podcast because I've got the facilities to and I'm interested in it. So... Here we are, I guess. <laughs> so, if you've made it this far into the podcast, then congratulations. You've made it past all of the introductory waffle, um, and I can't promise it's not going to be waffle from here, but you've made it past all of the introduction stuff and actually got to the meat of the podcast, which is obviously the best part. So, today's episode is called Welcome to Gen Z. As the opening episode, I thought that, that was a fitting title, but also it's kind of a good title for what I wanted to talk about today, which is kind of social media, to be to put it short. Social media, I think, is such a defining factor of being Generation Z that it's something that I couldn't really get through the first episode without talking. And obviously, because I'm on my own on today's episode, I am just me, myself and I chatting to a microphone um, at quarter past 11 at night because that's obviously the sensible time to record a podcast so much so that I'm actually yawning um not because I'm bored just because I've been awake since eight o'clock this morning but anyway without further ado I'm gonna get on with today's episode where basically I'm gonna be talking you through social media not just kind of this is Facebook and on Facebook like you know this is not what this podcast is about but basically talking about kind of my experiences with social media and like where I started and almost comparing it to people that I know and like looking back on that as someone who has been on social media for upwards of about eight years now. So my first social media was of course Facebook and I say of course because I know that a lot of people listening to this will be of around the same sort of age as me and I feel like a lot of people my age and who were sort of born at the earlier end of the Generation Z age gap, um, age gap? Age bracket, probably would have started with Facebook. 
this is kind of of mainstream social media that people still use now. Obviously, we've got the likes of MySpace and all that sort of fun stuff, but we are starting with Facebook because that was where I started. Um, I was, I think I was actually 12 when I first got Facebook, which we obviously won't talk about because that's technically not allowed, but... Anyway, I was 12 when I got Facebook and I remember I had to beg my parents for Facebook. I had just started secondary school um, and by just started, I think I'd been there probably about two or three months, but all of my friends had Facebook. All of my sort of primary school friends that I was talking to over text um, had Facebook and I wanted to obviously keep in contact with them because we'd gone off to different secondary schools and all of that sort of stuff and so I sort of had to beg my parents to let me join Facebook and boy when I did I really made the most of it and I like to look back on sort of memories and time hop things that I have linked to my social media accounts and do you know what I think probably Facebook is the biggest source of entertainment some of the things I posted when I was 12 years old and 13 years old I look back at now and just think, Anna, what made you think that anybody cared what you had to say? And I mean, to an extent, I could probably pull that forward to myself now. Like, Anna, what makes you think anybody wants to listen to what you have to say on a podcast? But, you know, back in 2013, when I was posting on Facebook about how I'd just eaten a Magnum ice cream in February, clearly I thought I was the most interesting person on the planet Obviously, I was not. But then, obviously, as I got older, that sort of stuff came back to haunt me a little bit. And not in a way that was any I had any sort of negative implications of, other than my friends finding it, screenshotting it, and we're having a good laugh about it. And obviously, I still use Facebook today. It's obviously not my most used platform of social media, and I don't think it really is for anyone my age. Um, I obviously speak for myself and people that I know. You know, you might be different, but... For me, Facebook is very much sort of a keep in contact with family and friends that I don't necessarily see very often or don't necessarily live very close to me. And then things like Facebook groups for university stuff. A lot of my university stuff is run via Facebook groups and Facebook messenger groups. And to be honest, Facebook for me now is very much what social media was designed to be when it first sort of came around when I was like a child but you know in its sort of early development years in that it was just I just kind of use it for keeping in contact with people and not really for anything else um I obviously have like a Facebook page for this podcast and things like that because again it kind of appeals to different sort of audiences and that's what I'm going for with this podcast but um you know Facebook for me now is very much just sort of a like a thing here and there, wish a happy birthday, you know, that sort of thing, and not really for anything else. Whereas when I first got it, it was this sort of really exciting, I'm gonna tell everyone what I'm having for dinner, I'm gonna tell everyone where I'm going on holiday, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And now it's just sort of a, I'm keeping in contact with people, I'm just letting them know that I'm, you know, still breathing oxygen, really. Um, so yeah, that's kind of Facebook, and I think that's very similar for a lot of people in Generation Z. It's not really a kind of exciting and new shiny thing anymore. It definitely isn't in today's age and even for a lot of people in Gen Z, I don't think Facebook ever particularly was. My sister is three years younger than me and she didn't get Facebook until she was probably about 14, 15. 
and she again she only really got it just to stay in contact with family like even that sort of three-year gap there's such a different sort of idea and perspective on something just as simple as Facebook and that's kind of the whole reason I started this podcast really because it's just something that I find so interesting you know Facebook what else can I say <laughs> so following on from Facebook I feel like the most obvious next social media thing to talk about is Instagram. Now for me that was the second social media thing that I was allowed to join um, and I think I was probably about 13 when I got Instagram which for 13 year old Anna was probably the most exciting thing to ever happen after getting Facebook of course. And I think the thing with Instagram is that it is just so so different and especially when I first joined it it was probably not necessarily a dangerous sort of place but I think I was a, a very sort of, influential is not the word I'm looking for, but sort of impressionable, there we go, um, point in my life at the age of 13, much like every other 13 year old in the world. And I think Instagram was definitely a step in a sort of riskier direction, if you will. The way I was on Instagram when I was 13 is very, very different to the way I am on Instagram now. Like now I am... 20 years of age and I have multiple Instagram accounts that I have for different purposes much like a lot of people my age um whereas when I was 13 I had my one Instagram account and oh I wish I could remember what it was called when I first joined but I know for a long time when I was between the ages of about 14 and god 15 16 which doesn't seem like very long but it was a very long time I remember I was it's anime uh, that was my whole brand and again me thinking I had a brand like I was Zoella or something because again that was something I was just obsessed with but Instagram for me was always and probably to an extent will always be sort of a not sort of a show and tell place but that sort of thing like a presentation of this is what I want people to think I look like or think I'm like and then we have the sort of secret side of Instagram for me um, of actually this is me sort of embracing what I'm like and just sort of laughing at myself and not taking myself too seriously, which is I think something that's come around as I've got older. And just more recently, I know that a lot of people have this sort of spam accounts or private accounts or, you know, the sort of thing where they just don't take themselves too seriously. And I think that's something I like to do a little bit more now with all sort of social media because I don't take myself too seriously. We all know that. You've listened to the last God knows how long of this podcast. And, you know, that's something that I think has come from this idea of actually starting with this is what I want everyone to think I'm like. I want everyone to think I wake up in pristine white bed sheets and get up, do a full face of makeup and go off to school like the wonderful, studious 14 year old that I was um, when actually I got out of bed at the arse crack of dawn, um, spent hours and hours putting makeup on and you know, fussed over my awful, naturally curly hair. Um, when on Instagram, I, you know, like I say, just made it look like that I just rolled out of bed with silky straight hair and wonderful makeup, you know, which obviously wasn't the case and isn't the case for anyone at the age of 14. You know, for goodness sake, we're in the middle of puberty. No one is perfect. No one looks like that. But Instagram had almost just trained us to, you know, think that we had to show this perfect life that everybody has which you know isn't the case and I know for a lot of people Instagram is this kind of source of actually a lot of sort of 
not turmoil, I don't think that's probably the right, right word, but this sort of negative place where they feel like they have to be something that they're not. And I think as a generation, Generation Z are probably known for not only sort of showing that, but also being influenced by that and going through a lot as young teenagers and even now into sort of later teenagers, early adulthood, thinking that they have to be and look a certain way all because of what they've seen on Instagram. And obviously that's not the case. And this whole spiel on Instagram has been quite morbid. And actually it's probably one of my favourite social media platforms just because I'm at a point now where I don't take myself too seriously. And I do kind of just enjoy actually sharing my life. You know, I actually share on Instagram now sort of, like I say, what I'm doing with my life and taking pictures of these amazing places that I'm seeing and these things that I'm doing. And I'm, you know, so fortunate to be able to do things like that. So in particular, my Instagram at the moment is kind of a mixture of, look at me, I've put a full face of makeup on to sit and drink in my living room because that's what being a student in the pandemic is like. And oh my God, I went for a walk 10 minutes away from my house, but actually... I live in a really beautiful city and it looks amazing. Um, for context, I go to university in Salford and Manchester and there are some really amazing places around there that I take pictures of and put on my Instagram. But you know, it's not that sort of, actually look at me, I'm living this really glamorous life in Manchester. It's actually, I'm studying towards my dream career and just happen to be living in a really great place doing it. and not in a way to make you like oh you should be doing this or you should be at university it's more of a actually hello all of these friends and people that I've met over however many years of being on social media look at what I'm doing with my life and then you obviously have with me the other side of Instagram which is my you know private spam account I have with just my closest friends on where actually I take a picture of me sitting in bed in tears because I've watched a really sad program and you know, I'm not taking myself too seriously and I'm laughing at the fact that I'm crying over fictional characters, much like everybody else does. And I think that's something that's just so great about being in the, like, the age that I am and being in Generation Z that I can laugh at myself and we all do laugh at ourselves. And I don't know, I just find that really, I don't want to say interesting. The amount of times I've said interesting in this podcast, but it's just something that I enjoy, I guess, about being Generation Z and... It's not necessarily something that people outside of this generation actually see and understand. Like, I obviously don't have my parents following me on my spam because I post all sorts on there. Specifically, pictures of me quite drunk, which, although I am 20 years old, and that's quite normal, it's just not really something I feel like, you know, my parents need to see. They don't want to see me ranting on the toilet at 2am in the morning to my friends about how I'm really drunk um you know that's not what they need to see but I feel like collectively as Generation Z that's just something we understand and laugh at but like these people on the outside like the mainstream media and things like that they kind of see us as this not reckless generation but these sort of we don't care but also we do care a lot um which completely counteracts itself but you know what I mean in that we don't care about our lives and but also we do care about things that we shouldn't care about like we let social media run our lives which talking for myself I don't think I do let it run my life like it's obviously a big part of my life but I feel like it almost has to be in today's world you know it's 
I would be nowhere without social media. You know, half of my friends live up and down the country. I've got family that live not only up and down the country, but across the world. Like, it's such an important part of anybody's life, regardless of the generation. But I think for me in particular, it just is such a huge part of anything. And Instagram, again, was kind of that springboard for that. It was where I started to realise that I'm actually portraying this image of myself online for anybody to see and I feel like it had to be perfect at one point in my life but now I'm at a point where actually yes you know on my main Instagram account I don't want to put a horrible picture of myself I want people to think that I look nice all of the time which I obviously don't and everybody knows that but I still have that sort of pride thing with it but I also have this other side of Instagram where do you know what if I've got 400,000 chins or you know, makeup running down my face because I've sobbed over Grey's Anatomy. I also don't really mind showing that because, you know, that's who I am. And I think that's one of the joys of Instagram is that actually you're just showing who you are. That got really sentimental, didn't it? <laughs> Moving on. Obviously, there is a lot more to social media than just Facebook and Instagram, but the whole premise of this episode was Welcome to Generation Z. And, you know, for me, growing up in Generation Z, the two sort of biggest social media that I look back on and that I used were probably Facebook and Instagram so of course that was where my topic of conversation was going to lie my very first episode but that is kind of everything for today I um, am going to draw this episode to a close I know it's not been the longest episode in the world but that is just all part of the fun of Is It Just Me I want to keep things short and sweet and keep you wanting to come back for more so Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Is It Just Me? If you made it this far, congratulations, and I really hope you enjoyed it. And keep an eye out on my Spotify and, of course, my social media for um, my next episode. But I just want to finish today's episode with just a thank you for, you know, everyone who kind of supported me and gave me ideas and sort of let me ramble to them about this podcast there were only a couple of you and you know who you are but to everybody else thank you so so much for listening and i really really hope you enjoyed this episode and i will see you again very very soon for a brand new episode of is it just me the generation z podcast <laughs>